through the all-new GWM Cannon with a powerful turbo diesel engine and an 8-speed ZF automatic transition, which is great because JB can't drive a manual and some say he can barely drive an auto. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. On this New South Wales budget eve, this man's very busy. Kevin Anderson, our local member, how are you, mate? Good morning, JV. I'm well yourself. Doing very well. Doing very well. <laughs> the budget being handed down tomorrow. Very exciting. Yeah, it is. So it's a big time for us purely because I want to make sure that we continue to get the money that uh, our area and regional New South Wales needs, wants and deserves. So, you know, a lot of the things that we're looking at around, you know, hospitals, roads, schools, police stations, fire stations and things like that, we talk about population growing and we talk about people moving to our area, mm. but we've got to make sure that we've got to provide the services and, and the money keeps coming so that we can provide the service, services uh, for that population coming along, JB. Yeah, exactly right. But look, some so hopefully some exciting developments coming out of the budget tomorrow. We're looking at possibly some stuff in there for Banksia. Yeah, we'll keep working on Banksia. So, you know, we're looking at... Um, the next stage of when we can turn the first sod on banks here about what does it look like. And, you know, this has been a project that the Tamworth Mental Health Care Support Network and the community have been pushing hard. Uh, I want to make sure that we get the very best facility that we can. Our staff, our, our health staff do a great job looking after uh, patients that need that critical support, you know, uh, at times when they are most vulnerable. And to have a warm, loving facility that's modern as well and puts them in an environment where they want to get well and they'll go back to their families in a much better place, which is something really important. And mental health continues to be a big push for us, mate. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the, the, the mental health situation in regional Australia, it is really dire. And yet it seems like we quite often miss out on those facilities to make things better in the regions as well. So it'd be great to see some developments going on there. Um, and speaking of that too, some possibly some, um, some stuff for social housing possibly as well? Yeah, absolutely. Social housing um, continues to be a problem because we are outstripping supply. Mm. And the thing is, the shortage of supply in regional New South Wales is one, because of COVID. Now, people are moving to the regions, but also people aren't moving away, so they're mm. staying safe yeah. in regional New South Wales. That's why we're seeing a lot of people staying put. Social housing stocks are short. So what we need to do is provide again for those most vulnerable. And I've got to look at ways to partner with councils and organisations uh, to look at how do we provide social housing, but how do we get smarter about it, mm. not just building one house here or one house there. We have to think about, do we build like a little mini high-rise, you know, a couple of four-storey units that, uh, that are in and around our region? Tamworth has a couple of those now. So that one creates job stimulus because it keeps our builders and construction workers in work, plus also provides uh, hope for those who need social housing and, and keeps a roof over their head. Yeah, exactly right. That's it. There's a there's a bit of a discussion about that this week with um, various um, heads of departments and council as well. You're hoping some good stuff comes out of that? Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be there. My office will be there. Parliament yeah. sitting this week, JB. But my office will be there. And what we do as a state government is to look at how do we partner with councils as far as planning is concerned. So, Planning is very, very important when it looks at their local environment plans. Where do you put housing? Uh, where do you put 
uh, infrastructure, like, for example, the new Tamworth Ambulance Station. That's, uh, we'll be announcing the location of that very soon. So that's been part of the planning process with councils. They have a very important role when it comes to that. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully some stuff in the budget for that new ambulance station as well. We'll be looking for that for sure, mate. Um, you know, I want that up and done within the next little while. So, uh, you know, maybe 18 months and that's the plan to get a brand new ambulance station. Our paramedics need it. They do a fantastic job on the front line. I take my hat off to them, mate. Exactly right. And and amongst uh, the influx of people moving to regional New South Wales, obviously some stuff in there for roads. Yeah, continuing to work on the upgrade of Gunaganoo Road. As you know, right behind you there, it's the gateway to this beautiful city of ours. So we want to duplicate Gunaganoo Road to make it smoother, safer, and uh, make it much more attractive. So a lot of traffic going in and around the Long Yard area now, turning off the highway and, and going down into Greg Norman Drive and those other areas. It's a very, very busy precinct right behind where you're sitting right now, yeah. mate. So, and keep working on that, as well as the upgrades for Werris Creek Road and Rangarai Road. I want to see some, uh, some further funding for Rangarai Road to make sure we get some blacktop on that road, which connects Manila to Bogabride. And uh, Port Stephens Cutting too, mate. Yeah. I want to see... The money in the budget for Port Stephens Cutting, which is a really important road uh, as you head east. A lot of people use it. A lot of truckies use it. I know McDonald's brothers use it a lot for their produce and getting their cattle and and uh, and making it more safer for them to use that road as well. Very important. Are you expecting, with the impacts of COVID, sort of record number of um, cash put towards regional New South Wales in this budget? What we've been doing, JB, over the last 12 to 18 months is keeping the money coming throughout the but, uh, throughout the, um, the COVID period. You, you know, we talked a lot about stimulus and keeping jobs. And, you know, when hospitality, tourism, entertainment shut down, you know, we looked at how do we keep the economy going? Well, that's through stimulus. That's through jobs. So a lot of the money that was sitting in the budget ready for 2021 was brought forward and, uh, and we made sure that that money was spent during 2020, during COVID. So you saw a lot of jobs. You saw a lot of the construction work continuing on, and that's flowing on through now. So I think it's very responsible spending to be able to keep the money flowing, not just save it up and wrap it up in a bundle uh, to make it look good. It's important to make sure it's spread throughout to keep the economy driving. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Kev, we'll catch up a little later on in the week and um, get a bit of a budget wrap for our region from you later on. But thank you so much for the chat. We'll talk again then. Love your work, JB. Have a great day. That is our local member, Kevin Anderson, 752 here at 92.9. For the all-new GWM Cannon with a powerful turbo diesel engine and an 8-speed ZF automatic transition, which is great because JB can't drive a manual and some say he can barely drive an auto. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. 92.9 with Bruno Mars. That's what I like at 8.24. We're here this morning all thanks to Country Auto's GWM Havel and the amazing new Jollyon. You'll find that parked right out the front at 92.9 on Gunnaganoo Road. Check it out. And if you want to take it for a test drive, see Nathan and the team there at Country Auto's GWM. Australian Ninja Warrior back on our small screens of the Nine Network. And somewhat surprised to see Bogabri local Cruz on the show last night. And he joins us for a chat now. Cruz, how are you, mate? I'm fantastic. How are you? Yeah, doing very well. You're from Bogabri. How does a fellow from Bogabri make it all the way onto Australian Ninja Warrior? Take us through that whole process. Um, yeah, I've 
honestly watched it since um, season one, and I was just inspired by a lot of you know a lot of contestants on there. And um, I was like, you know, when I turn eighteen, I want to give it a go. So um, I applied and got accepted, and yeah, start on the show last night, and happy to say that I'm through to the semi-finals. But yeah, I just wanted to get on there just to show few people that are out there watching it doesn't matter where you're from you can still achieve big things you made it sound way too easy crew surely <laughs> surely there was a bit of training involved in this you know a little bit of muscle work that sort of stuff i imagine you know i'd love to be on australian ninja warrior but i certainly can't with my uh you know uh, height and and weight ratio what what training went into it um honestly i started at the monkey bars so it all started when i was 14 and then yeah. it just got you know, bigger each each year, and we got bigger when I was building my own gym. So it was mostly just all your chin ups and muscle ups and uh, push ups and sit ups, and mostly just all your you know building up that grip strength as well. Because I think that was a big important thing to get some grip strength, and I think just practicing anything that you can hold your body weight on. Yeah, you're a chef in um in Bogabri. Um, how how tempting were those good old you know the chef leftovers? The little extra bits of chippies and all that didn't tempt you too much? No, it didn't. I mean, it's, it gets hard sometimes when you see a bowl of chips that's not being used. I kept away, but um, no, it's definitely it's turned out to be uh, something pretty good. So hopefully we um, I got a mobile set up. We're going to be travelling around to a few schools now, so it's all coming together. Yeah, beautiful. That's fantastic. When you got when you got down there and you see uh, Mount Midiyama for the first time ever. Uh, did, was that? I imagine that was daunting. Yeah, it definitely was. As you've probably seen last night, I just was expecting the rope to be there again. But it was uh, three different stages for the Mount Midoriyama. There was the uh, uh, seven ladder laches, uh, and then you had a the chimney thing, and then a rope as well. So they've definitely upped it since Ben Paulson won last year. So seeing that big thing, I was like, yeah, I had my eyes on it, and I still do have my eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs> And I understand. So, so where to from here? Um, what 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 are you looking at doing? Are you looking at coming back to Bogabri with the with the trophy, or what what's going on? Or are you going to be a personal fitness instructor for the stars from now on? What's what's cracking? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I'll do the semi-finals, and hopefully, I can get into that and take on Mount Victoria and bring that trophy all the way back to Bogabri. Um, what the plans are just to, yeah, open my own ninja gym for the public just to, yeah, help out a few other people that want to get into ninja. And, yeah, so hopefully travel around to schools as well and yeah. inspire. Fantastic. You're 189 centimetres. You must be one of the tallest people in Bogabri, I imagine. <laughs> you got to be. Uh, uh, I think I'm, I'm close. <laughs> I haven't measured health yet. I'm up there. <laughs> you you live there your whole life? You're born and bred there? Um, I've been since ever since I was six years old. Yep. So yeah, um, I moved here from Queensland just for family, and I've ever been to Boggy Ninja ever since. <laughs> <laughs> you um, where where do you work? Where where do you chef at? Um, I'm at the Commercial Hotel, which is an awesome pub down the main street. So yep. um, they um were heaps good holding an event last night and on the big screen and having raffles and bringing up a walked wall and all that. And all my family coming down from Central Coast and Dubbo, they all came down to support and can assist all the money for the raffles was being raised to can assist. So that's um, going to a good charity as well.
That's amazing. Fantastic. We broadcast into Bogabri from here. Any you know, anyone in particular you want to give a massive shout out to Cruz? Um, I think uh, just people that have helped me, like Pete Bryan, um, his mum, um, my uncle Matt and his partner and um just all family and friends, definitely. Um there's too many to count and you say shout out to, but yeah, it's the whole of Bogabri in the end. You um do a fair bit of training going into the semi finals. Uh, what what's your training regime? Um, definitely, I think I'm I'm going to up the training to the next level because I know how tough the uh, just the heat were and I know how daunting the um, semi-finals are going to be. So I'm going to definitely up it and try some different techniques and yeah, hopefully smash the semi-finals. Love it, Cruz. On behalf of all of us throughout the New England Northwest and your hometown of Bogabri, we wish you all the best in the semi-finals of Australian Ninja Warrior. And thank you so much for taking the time out to have a chat with us this morning. No worries, appreciate it, thank you. No dramas. That is Cruz Morley, who you can check out on Australian Ninja Warrior, back on Channel 9 this evening, 8.29. Romy's got our latest local news on the way next. For the all-new GWM Cannon, with a powerful turbo diesel engine and an 8-speed ZF automatic transition, which is great, because JB can't drive a manual, and some say he can barely drive an auto. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. Joel Corey here at 92.9. JB here this morning. All thanks to Country Auto's Havel GWM. And Mayor Cole Murray joining me this morning live from Canberra. How are you, Cole? Oh, somewhere there. There he is. Sorry. How are you, Cole? Yeah, great. Thank you. That's the way. You are down at the moment in Canberra for the regional forum. I imagine lots covered off there over the weekend. Yes, there was a regional forum yesterday and then we start our national convention today, tomorrow and Wednesday. So uh, plenty happening in downtown Canberra. Yeah, at the regional forum, obviously the main topics on the agenda is, of course, regional health and housing. Give us a bit of an update on what was discussed there. Yeah, look, we heard uh, from some pretty eminent uh, economists. Uh, We heard from the uh, Minister for Regional Health, um, Minister Colton, we heard from a number of senior bureaucrats about some of the you know, policy frameworks that were being, being put together. So uh, probably pretty encouraging, but um, I, I guess the common theme in both of those subjects were the, the challenges and the difficulties in um, you know, finding that solution. Yeah, exactly. There's a bit of a discussion later on this week. I was just talking to Kevin Anderson about it about half an hour ago to discuss uh, regional housing uh, later on this week here in Tamworth. You're hoping some good stuff comes out of that? Yeah, I think that's where the solutions lie because these are problems that they're not necessarily a federal government problem yeah. nor wholly a state government problem nor a local government problem or private sector. It's everybody. It's a community yeah. problem and I think that's where these sort of community-type forums where the solutions will most likely come from. What's on the agenda for the next couple of days? What will be discussed, do you know? Well, we've got the Deputy Prime Minister addressing the conference as a keynote speaker at 9am this morning. So, uh, notwithstanding the kerfuffle that's going on, I'm not sure where that'll all end up. But um... You don't know who might come out and speak. <laughs> Could be anyone. <laughs> it, uh, it'll be interesting. But yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, um, today we've got... Uh, quite a lot of motions to vote on, um, yeah. and then we move into the into tomorrow and Wednesday. So uh, yeah, there's about 800 local government wow. bodies in Australia, 
and probably, you know, a majority of those certainly would be represented. Yeah, right. Fantastic. Do you get together often with other local governments just to spitball ideas and throw ideas around and share ideas with one another? Yeah, we do. Um, we've got our regional New South Wales, uh, regional cities New South Wales group and our regional capitals Australia. So that's um, that's a national body of local government, uh, similar size to Tamworth. Yeah. Uh, we had a dinner last night and got together and talked about our... I guess our challenges, uh, etc. And uh, but it's really good to be able to, you know, sort of catch up with all your networks and, yeah. and uh, have those conversations. Anything in particular that Tamworth uh, does that you love to show off to other councils and other local government areas? Yeah, well, the, the Regional Australia Institute uh, spoke quite um, glowingly, really, on our Blueprint 100 strategy. Yeah, and. Um, their chief economist there was um, very strongly recommended that um, you know every town and city in the region should have a plan. Yeah, and they put up Blueprint 100 as an ideal model to uh, do that plan. Fantastic. That, you know that in local government we shouldn't wait or rely on yeah you know the state or the feds to provide us with a plan. We should have our own community plan. Yeah. So that was pretty encouraging and, you know, there was a strong acknowledgement of the good work that had been done on that, that strategy. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, Cole, I'll let you get back to uh, finding all those ideas and, and and networking away. Thank you so much for chatting with us while you're in very busy Canberra and uh, we'll chat to you in a fortnight. Okay, thank you, JB. A pleasure as always. Not a worry at all. Quarter past eight, that is Mayor of Tamworth Regional Council, Cole Murray, joining me for a chat this morning.